You're listening to SBS News. On South Australia's far west coast, Penong is the last pit stop on the south side of the Nullarbor. Around 300 people live in the farming and mining town and nearby Aboriginal communities. It's home to Australia's largest windmill. And in the 1967 referendum to count Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders in the census, it made the national headlines as the town with the highest no vote in the country. Wanda Miller remembers what it was like before the referendum. People in, in small towns didn't acknowledge Aboriginal people. We were um, left on the outskirts of town. Uh, we weren't allowed into the um, shops and, and things like that. Um, so completely ignored, unless they wanted some men to clear their stumps. More than half a century later, she's volunteering for the Yes campaign on the former mission where she lived in a children's home from the age of four. It has improved uh, quite a bit, but we're still not on an equal footing with the rest of Australia. At the Electoral Commission's early polling station in Penang, residents told SBS the town had always had a harmonious relationship with the Indigenous community. In them days, they all assimilated and, and were great. You know, they put it together, worked together, played together. Without them, we, we're not really a community, are we? We live together, work together. 56 years on from the 1967 referendum, it looks like history is repeating itself. The majority of voters who spoke to SBS indicating they're saying no to a voice to Parliament. For them, it's not about race, but a general distrust in government, confusion about what the voice will look like, and a sense it's not really needed here. Nearby Seduna, where a quarter of the population is Indigenous, there's a long history of racial division. Sue Hazeldine recalls the day she was refused access to the hospital. I was being very sick near the rainwater tank and the sister had to come outside to check me out but we were not allowed in, in the hospital. Seduna was a child site for the controversial cashless debit card and critics of The Voice point to a high taxpayer spend on social services. Supporters say input from community would redirect funding to programmes that work. Leroy Bilney is the CEO of Yadu Health Aboriginal Corporation, a non-profit community-controlled Aboriginal health service that was first established in 1978. What I'm hopeful for is that with this Yes campaign, it means all of our solutions that we still have to this day that will solve a lot of our issues and, um, and the community's issues as a, as a whole can be resolved. At a meeting hosted by signatories to the Uluru Statement, the community expressed frustration the official Yes campaign failed to visit the region, leaving a vacuum for no messaging to take hold. Wanda Miller again. And it's really disappointing because, you know, we really need support. But there are signs of change. The next generation is hopeful, saying they believe they are at a turning point, informed by the struggle of previous generations. I'd just say we're more used to the, like, the history of what, used, what happened back then. Like, the old generation, like two generations above, they only had just gotten into the census. And the, their children would have just pretty much gotten used to being included. And this generation is sort of like, yeah, <laughs> we've just gotten used to it. That story by South Australia correspondent Peter Doherty for SBS News. I'm Alan Lee.